Hi everyone, uh, welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with Chris Nicholson. Um, once again, we're for here for the final season, the end of Breaking Bad on our uh, glorious rewatch of the show. Um, Chris, uh, yeah, what, what was your, like, okay, I could tell you my impressions. You could tell me your impressions. I'll say, I'll just, I guess I'll start out with mine. There's two things that I was, uh, I'll, I'll start with actually the first thing and then we can talk about other things later. Uh, so I, I remembered Walt as being, um, a lot, uh, a lot more sympathetic in the last season than he actually turned out to be. I thought he was a complex character, but, uh, like that was my impression of five, but he was just a purely evil character. He was not complex, uh, by season five at all. Um, did you think that, do you, was that your recollection? And like, what did you think this time? Um, you know, I don't remember what I thought the first time around, but I was kind of struck on this rewatch of the last couple seasons that he was just full on cartoon villain mode by yeah. the time he poisoned Brock, basically. That that was kind of the defining line. And you don't realize it until the end of the season, but I guess at that point you realize he's just been a, a two dimensional villain for a while. And then he spends, you know, a season and a half or so just being completely evil in every way you can imagine. And that's what the show is trying to demonstrate to you. And, and then it tries to humanize him again a little bit in the last couple episodes with various decisions. Yeah. more. more I mean, than- to give you one example of, of a tactic that I picked up on, there's this kind of trope that the show creates and keeps walking out where over the last season or two, Walt will have seeming moments of emotional vulnerability. You know, for instance, one that comes to mind is when he goes into Hank's office at the DEA. Uh, Hank is ASAC at that point, was just made ASAC. And, and Walt starts crying and says, my wife doesn't love me anymore. Mm. And remember, to the viewer, this is right after the yeah. scene where Skyler says, they have the big argument and Skyler says, I just have to wait. Wait for what? I just have to wait for the cancer to come back. Mm. And that is a huge emotional moment for them. And so the viewer totally believes for a while that, that Walt is truly being vulnerable, breaking down in front of Hank and saying, my wife doesn't love me anymore. And then right after that, you realize it's just a tactic mm. because Walt realizes that Hank cannot handle, you know, a man crying in front of him <laughs> and that Hank is going to want to do anything humanly possible to leave that room. And so Hank leaves with the, the slightest excuse. In fact, Hank, Hank volunteers it. Like, hey, can I get you something? Can I get some, you some coffee? And, and then Walt, Walt is able to plant the bug. Yeah. So to me, that is like a prime example of the way the show is playing with the viewer. Because the viewer has every reason to suspect that Walt is being kind of genuine. But it shows you that Walt has reached, has attained a level of villainy. Whereas he, he is able to recognize his negative emotions and his positive emotions and display them fully in service of his villainous ends. And he does that many times the last season or two. The thing that struck me most um, was I misremembered how he uh, ended up killing Mike. So my memory, this is funny how your mind plays tricks on you. My memory was like it was accidental, like it was a struggle or something. Like they, they were like uh, grabbing a gun like, or something. And like, he just shot him and he was like, Oh my God, I I did this. But that was my memory. Like I would have sworn that's how, that he didn't purposely kill Mike. 
Um, but then I go back and I watch, he gets mad, gets the gun and just shoots him in the car, right? It's manslaughter. It's not first degree murder, but he intentionally, uh, shoots him. I don't know if that's considered manslaughter, maybe second degree. I don't know. Um, but he, he obviously, <laughs> yeah, I think it's above manslaughter. It's probably not first degree, but yeah. it is, it's above manslaughter. It's some yeah. kind of murder. The beds, yeah, the beds area was, uh, yeah, knowing, def- knowing definitely. Um, yeah, there, it wasn't negligence or recklessness. Yeah. It, it, I thought it was an accident. I, I thought it was a, maybe a reckless accident, but still an accident. Um, I got the, I thought they were fighting over the money actually or something. Um, and then, uh, no, he, he just, he just straight up murdered Mike. Yeah. You know, I did remember that that was roughly how it happened, but I'd forgotten just how little it was over. Yeah. You know, I mean, when I watched the scene, like what was it that Mike said that really set him off and made Walt decide to murder him? Mike basically just said, things were good. Gus was the man. You're not the man. You thought you could replace yeah. Gus, but you can't. And, 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 and you, you're a screw up. Yeah. And, oh. and then that was it. Well, Walt he decided said, he had to die. Right. After he says, you're welcome. Yeah. Walt says, you're welcome. He wants a thank you from, <laughs> he just wanted to thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was, that was another thing, you know, it's, it's this, this other, this other trope, the show likes to show where it likes to show us that the situation is basically resolved and it's headed for everybody to leave and live and Mike to leave and live. Yeah, it does that uh, times, yeah. And there's, and there's this moment, the moment where the, the character deficiency takes over and it derails a situation that was on track to end peacefully, you know, and that was the moment they're walking away. And, and Walt says, you know, like you could say like, thank you or something like that. And that, that sets everything in motion. And from that moment, Mike is doomed to die, basically. Well, the thing Mike told him that wasn't actually true, he says everything was fine from Fring, uh, with Fring, because Fring obviously was trying to kill them. So, I mean, uh, Mike did say something untrue um, in that moment. I I don't know, like, that's that's interesting, but it was clearly not true what he was was saying. Well, it depends on how far back you go. Basically, Mike is saying, I guess what he's implying is, you should have let Gus do uh, what, whatever he was going to do to Jesse. I guess he was going to kill Jesse. Mm. Uh, so, so that might be kind of Mike's lack of clarity there, because mm. consciously at this point, Mike likes Jesse, and so Mike probably wasn't thinking you should have let Gus kill Jesse. Uh, but really, that was the moment where where things got derailed. Walt was faced with a choice, if I remember right, uh, and things could have continued to sail smoothly for Walt cooking at the lab as long as he did let Gus kill Jesse that was never going to happen the yeah the idea that they were the the flaws bring them back in when when actually he he left i forgot this too he was ready to leave he was ready to quit and then um and then uh that's when hank finds the um uh finds the walt whitman uh book Right. Uh, so actually, like, so maybe Hank could have let things go, but um, yeah, there was Walt. Yeah, Walt was Walt was actually going to leave. I mean, he wasn't brought down by his. He was out you know, by that point. He'd been out for yeah. a month or two. Yeah. So he was. He was. He was. If it wasn't for Hank, if he hadn't put in that, uh, uh, put in that, uh, kept that book and put it on his toilet, um, he would have. Uh, yeah, he would have. He would have been fine. And another thing I didn't remember. I thought he. I thought he like died of cancer like i thought he had like cancer and it was like killing him until i the thought last so moment. too 
You thought so too? Okay, like he was. That's yeah, I, I thought that you know, I, I thought somehow that his cancer just got him at the last moment, and he <laughs> yeah, died there in the lab. I totally forgot he's been shot, been shot by his own machine gun. Yeah, but although um, it would make sense because he stopped getting treatment, that's why his hair grew back, I guess, and all this other stuff. So he was, uh, he was. Um, no, no, he was still getting chemo from yeah, from the not, vacuum I, guy I, in the cabin. Standard of care. I mean, it wasn't probably the higher standard of care. I, I assume it was some replacement kind of chemo that wasn't that wasn't up to snuff i don't know i mean i mean yeah i, I don't think that vacuum dude had the proper accreditation <laughs> uh, yeah but you know yeah, he was still getting it. chemo yeah yeah but so how did white then why does hair come back yeah i don't know yeah it had to be I, i'm did. not the chemo expert all, all i know is yeah. the show says he was still getting treatment no, and he also still got hair, hair. but you know what been. actually no i do remember i do yeah. remember Walt said that, you know, he's he was actually shaving his head most of that time. We see him shaving his head, but he, you know, a bunch of times in the last couple seasons. But he just, was, he, he, I guess he could always grow the hair. No, but he because he was losing it. It was a concession to the cancer, I thought. It wasn't he just decided to shave his head. He was, his hair was falling okay, out. Okay, so, 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 so what was happening? Look, it, it, let, let's really dive down deep into the, the mystery of the hair. Uh, you know, when he started getting chemo, Several seasons ago, he did start losing hair, and then he decided, let me shave it all off. He got into the habit of shaving, and I hypothesized that at some point along the way toward the end, he was capable of having both chemo and hair, and he just kept shaving okay. his head. At some point, he did it. Maybe he had harder uh, chemo. Okay, yeah, there's a Reddit discussion because the, 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 it's not an oversight they purposely made him hairless and then they gave him hair again um at the it, end. he just he just i think he just liked the bald look you know it, it that fit with being heisenberg i guess yeah i mean just keep Ma- and maybe like thematically maybe thematically his choice to grow the hair is is a kind of starting to separate himself from his heisenberg persona as he reflects in the cabin at the end it may also just pragmatically be you know better disguise Heisenberg is bald while grows hair. Uh, let's see. Uh, does how did how did uh, okay? This this Google search is not uh, uh, this Google search. You know, a lot of these Google searches when you Google basic questions, I've noticed a lot of them are AI written. A lot of them just don't seem uh, exactly. Yeah, on you, you um, got to tack like on Reddit at the end of it, and and then you'll find what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, okay. So he grows back, he, he grows back his hair. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if chemo works like that. Like you're, you, you, when you start chemo, maybe your hair is not good, but then some point you're able to have chemo and hair. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's how chemo works. I don't know. We are not, we're not doctors here. Uh, but there, there's an answer. This is, this is not an, this is not an oversight. This is uh, because you, when you see the uh, flash forward, someone knows. Yeah. Someone, someone knows. knows. Yeah, because when you see the flash forward, he's got hair, and it's striking to you because you've watching him. You've been watching him for season but, after you season. Know, isn't season. the real question not how the chemo and the hair work? Isn't the real question how the writers thought chemo and hair growth worked? Yeah, yeah, and I, cancer I and all that. I assume this is not some kind of uh, esoteric knowledge. It's not something that's that confused. I, I assume they would have got this right. I don't know. Like, is the chemistry on Breaking Bad like actually correct? Like, do p- have people commented on this? Because, listen, I, we know yeah. the legal stuff on Better Call Saul, and it's pretty good. I mean, it's like, you know, Discovery, and they talk this, and they talk this jargon. It's pretty it's pretty sensible as far I assume they did a good job on chemistry, too. Well, I, I've read that they, they intentionally said a couple of false things about how to make meth for obvious reasons. Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, is it, is, is it that hard to Google? I, I assume that people know how to make, I assume people know how to make. Why, why don't you Google it? Yeah, no, no, we, 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 we've, we've, uh, we've determined Google's a waste of time uh, at this point. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, another thing um, that is interesting is, so the Nazis come in um, at the end. I felt like the last season, I felt like Gus was his, was his main an, uh, antagonist. And Gus is killed at at the end of the second to last season. And these Nazis aren't even characters at that point, right? They're they're, they Well, I mean, I guess, I guess his male antagonist is really Hank, I guess. Uh, So I guess uh, Gus has to go away so he can have the storyline with Hank while these Nazis are like, um, you know, they're, they're sort of, uh, they're just there, you know, they're there as props to like, you know, ravage, wreck havoc, like kill Hank, uh, you know. Exactly. They're, They're like a force of nature. I mean, the main antagonist is definitely Hank, and the secondary antagonist is Jesse. And then there's also the Nazis just to, to mess things up and move the plot along yeah, and kill need, people when necessary. Yeah. <laughs> you need that to finish people off, to make people suffer for you know, we, we need somebody. That. We need somebody evil to kill people, you know. Let's make them Nazis, and, and their Nazism doesn't particularly play into much. It's just, well, just there to, sig- you know, a swastika or two to signify that they're bad guys. Well, it's interesting because they, 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 they do give them like this kind of uh, – they do have them talk about ideology at like one point. It's a very subtle, but it, I like how it's done. They're at the diner or something, and the two Nazis, uh, Jack and his friend, um, are uh, are um, in the bathroom. Do you remember this? And they're just talk- – they're talking. They're not just saying – you know, they're not saying racial – You have reached saying, the like, end of the free preview kind of, of this analysis, recording. Like, to hear the rest of the like, podcast, please consider or, becoming like, a paid like, subscriber. Yeah. You know, they don't have ashtrays on planes anymore. They have, I think he says they have a truck.